Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How was your day? How have you been doing this week? Are you keeping your chin up? You know, I hope so, because keeping your head up is the only way you can look forward down your path. We struggle sometimes, though, but from those struggles, we can come out stronger, armed with more reasons to live, so as long as you continue to look for those reasons. And you can't do that if you are looking down at your feet. Well, that is unless you're trying to avoid stepping on the bubblegum that is on the ground or looking for loose change someone dropped. Don't you love that feeling, though? That feeling of finding some money you weren't expecting? I have that happen to me from time to time, and when it does happen, it's uh, usually a couple quarters or something. But I'll admit, I don't think much about looking for its owner. Of course, if it's a larger amount, I'll make every attempt possible to return it. Because what goes through my head is the same thing that I would feel if it was me who lost that money. A sense of panic, a sense of worry. I'd be angry at myself for losing it. It would be followed with desperately trying to retrace my steps and even more chaos if I go back to where I lost it and it was evident someone had already picked it up. I know I would hate that feeling. And I have gone through that feeling myself before. Money has a strange way of causing pain in so many ways. If you lose it, it causes pain. When you physically have cash, physically taking it out of your wallet or purse to spend it, it triggers the pain sensors in your brain. And of course, when you are in a situation where you need money to survive, there is pain there too. During the worldwide shutdown, there are so many people hurting to keep their heads above water. And it gets worse when the fairness of who gets money and how much comes into question. We have seen individuals struggling with unemployment, myself included. We've had small business owners apply to receive funds to help keep their doors open, only to be told money has run out. We've seen communities all together struggle during such pressing times. But we've also seen people come together. People find ways to help others in need. And we've seen people who are doing well or making it through step up and help others who need that support. We've seen companies who, at first, got lots of money to keep their doors open, give it back once they heard that the money didn't get to other smaller businesses who are in worse shape. We've seen so much kindness during these tough times. That kindness is everywhere, and it's even been seen in a small city called Pine Bluff, located in Arkansas. Now, if you love colonial-era architecture, this is a fun place to visit. The buildings are just beautiful there, and for this city that was founded in 1819, there is a lot of history to check out. One building, for example, is an old schoolhouse located at the corner of 8th Street and Pine. It started off as an elementary school, but then later was turned into a training facility for returning vets after the World War II era. 
Much later, the first floor of the building was turned into a small restaurant, a restaurant which over time became the Colonial Steakhouse, a local favorite with a long history of employees who have been part of something great. Now, if you look at their menu, there are some pretty tasting looking dishes and looking at the reviews from people who visit this place, there is no wonder why this place has been around as long as it has. But during the nationwide shutdowns, there was nothing but difficulties for many restaurants owned by local business owners. Many places are forced to let go of most of their staff and are working with a skeleton crew if they are able to keep their doors open at all. We see all over the place some restaurants providing curbside service on limited days with a limited menu to help keep costs down and prevent a waste of food as well. Colonial Steakhouse has been one of the few restaurants who were able to provide curbside service, but according to General Manager Allison Hall, who said, things have been barely getting by, but we're making it through. And with only being able to keep on four workers, though, and stay open for three days a week, keeping even a restaurant that has been around for almost 50 years is even hard to do. But that's when you keep your head up, I say. That's when you look to the path ahead and keep moving forward. And they have been doing just that. But what they didn't expect as they made those continuous steps forward was the amount of support in their community that they have been getting along the way. They have been seeing people continue to order from them in hopes that their orders will help keep the restaurant alive. This support also gets more promising when a particular local regular patron, who didn't want any recognition for their kind deeds, made an order for pickup. You see, they got their amazingly prepared food, but kindly left behind a $1,200 tip, a tip that was the same amount as the stimulus check which we all have been starting to receive here in America. They ordered a meal from the Colonial Steakhouse, and while I'm sure the food was good, nothing probably felt better than knowing that their kind generosity would help those who needed it most. And it did. The owners of the restaurant, Dana and Wayne Gately, promptly took up the tip and divvied it up with tears in their eyes amongst the employees, including those who were not working that day. Actor and songwriter Gene Wilder was quoted as saying, So shines a good deed in a weary world. Restaurants work off of a very narrow margin, and even when you walk into a local favorite that comes across as a very fancy state of mind type place, it doesn't take much to disrupt their ability to stay afloat. In fact, there has been so much disruption in the world as of late that there is no shortage of places or people who could use a good deed right now. I have seen firsthand the help from others, close to me, who even donated their entire stimulus check to someone else, simply because they did not need it themselves. That individual knows who they are, and a huge thank you goes out to them, as well as a huge thank you to those such as the unknown patrons of the Colonial Steakhouse and anyone else who has stepped up to help others in need. Our world is a tough place to live in sometimes, but that's when these good deeds shine on us and help illuminate our path. It could come in many different ways, from a large, kind tip to a small, heartfelt gesture. And it's never too late to start. You, in fact, can start now. If you haven't already, I challenge you to do something nice for someone. And do it without getting caught. 
Do something nice without the need for recognition and see how it feels. It can be as simple as sending out a thank you card to the people who are on the front line exposing themselves to the coronavirus or providing masks or supplies to those who are out. Or it could be something larger such as leaving an extra size tip on your to-go order. Whatever it is, I encourage you to make a habit of it and make it part of your monthly or weekly routine. And if you do get caught, that's fine too. Like I mentioned in my very first episode, take that opportunity to ask them to pay it forward when they are in a position to do so instead of paying you back. And if you are a recipient of a random act of kindness, well, I would love for you to share your stories with me and I would love to highlight them on this show. So if you have one or would just like to tell me what you think about this show, you can send me an email to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net or leave me a comment on the dosomethingnice.net website. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day better. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast on Instagram at Be A Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at Be A Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast now on YouTube and, of course, at DoSomethingNice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. Do Something Nice and the show's music is produced by myself. And part of our support comes from listeners such as yourself. So if you like the show, like the design of the logo, or more importantly, love the message to do something nice for someone without being caught, you can officially enjoy it on useful merchandise at our Do Something Nice merchandise store. In fact, you can find all sorts of things in the Do Something Nice merchandise store, including t-shirts, sweatshirts, flowy tanks, mugs, cell phone cases, throw pillows, and even a super soft blanket. These are great gifts for yourself or someone you love who could use a little positive reminder. And at the same time, you are helping me keep this podcast going with your support. If you would like to check out this cool swag, simply go to dosomethingnice.net and click on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. And if you find something you like, you can use promo code NICENINJA, all one word, to receive a 10% discount off your entire order. Finally, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in. And remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care.